I'll take that shot. It's my shot. You can't have. You can't have it. Matt, you can have it. Take his shot. Rich says I can have it. It's mine. He has no say. Well, I talked to Rich, and Strong. Rich said yes. Strong disagree with Rich Sweet, and I say he can have your shot. <laughs> strong disagree with Sweet. The Sweet and Strong disagree. Yeah. I don't know. I like the Hanson hard disagree. The sweet and Strong disagree. Yeah. Hey, At a certain point, you're just splitting the song. Welcome to Brose. My name is Man Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros. On an audio feed, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Oh, hi, everyone. I'm sorry. It's based on an audio feed, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed, now coming up the back roads up the East Coast, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Sadid. 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 Do you think we could get through the whole podcast by just using words that use one consonant sound and not a second? No, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be a little bit. You really think about it in order to make that happen. Totes, bruh. Sad, uh. Yeah, see, so even in that one, you're doing the, the surfer language. You did totes. It's two T. There's two hard consonant sounds right there. Did you say consonant sounds or syllables? <laughs> You said consonants. I, say, I thought it said Oh, then I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening because that's yeah. not a thing I do. I heard one <laughs> syllable. I was like, yeah, nah. Yeah. Yeah, nah, I could do that. <laughs> Totes, I bruh. could do that, brah. God, what a nightmare that would be. Um, <laughs> well, you're ba- we're back, everybody. It's the third session of the Rose Podcast. And as a matter of fact, this episode happens to fall on the exact day. Co-host Sean O'Brien's birthday. Woo! Guys, there's there's five days till Christmas, so we can bypass that and just talk about Christmas, right? No. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, yeah. Sean. I'm sure you dealt with that most of your life. Yeah, it's fine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my fair share of combo gifts. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, just to keep things consistent, we are going to roll Sean's birthday episode in with the Christmas episode. You understand, right, Sean? I it's, do. It's the my combo so close, gift you to you, the listener. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, I forgot to do my normal uh, shtick. Ooh, ho, ho. Merry Christmas from the bros at the Brose Podcast. Ooh, ho, ho. That's the thing I do. I, I've, I, I've missed Santa Caz. Santa Caz? Yeah, yeah. Santa Caz is... Been a rough couple of years for Santa Cat. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get to the end of the year. It's like, oh, ho, ho, shit, dude. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like me every day when I go to work. You like, you know, just like on the way in your car ride on the way to the office. God, it's brutal. It's brutal, man. Anyway, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy birthday, Sean. Thank you. Happy birthday, Sean. Love you, buddy. Can't believe it's. Yeah, I knew this like, day would come, but man, the big four zero. I, I mean, know it's finally here. <laughs> I finally caught up to Jake. I think. Oh, man, no, he's he's like eighty five now, isn't he? Oh rats! It seems like every t- every year uh, he gets a little bit cl- farther away. It is <laughs> a little bit further away, but at least he can give you another inch. But at least he has the good sense to share his AARP membership. He does. <laughs> yeah. Sends his It pays for itself, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> at a certain point. Yeah, I, I'm with ARP. Welcome. <laughs> To the Warming Bros. Hey podcast, everyone. Available on all major podcasting platforms. It's the Christmas special. It's the Sean O'Brien birthday special. But look, at the end of the day, we're just four bros who are sitting here talking about our feelings, exchanging questions. Each of us comes to each episode with one question that we want to discuss with our bros while enjoying a glass of wine. It could be about anything. It could be about life. It could be about the universe. It could be about anything, everything. But we don't just take questions that we to the table we want to hear from you the listener the way that so many of our listeners throughout the last four plus years of us doing the show have asked us their questions and sent them in for us to answer on the show with a little bit of a little bit of intelligence a little bit of, of good thought and a little bit of frivolity a little bit of mirth a little bit of humor to it so send those questions to us by emailing them to brosequestions at gmail.com that's brosequestions at gmail.com email them to us and our question compiler mary o'brien We'll send them our way. We're, we we want to hear from you. 
But first, we got to discuss what we're drinking. We're not drinking. Sean O'Brien, what are you enjoying for your birthday session? I'm enjoying some fast-acting nanobites, which is what these are called, these peach mango edibles. Some um, boom, tough-acting edibles. Tough-acting edibles. <laughs> Um, the thing about these is they're supposed to work more quickly because usually edibles can take anywhere from 45 minutes to two hours to have an effect. These are supposed to be 15 to 30 minutes. So, uh, it was about 50, I think. Um, and they're very yummy and I'm feeling really good and I'm going to sleep really well tonight. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Sleep well, my friend. Attaboy. Attaboy. Well, glad to hear it. Tim Hansen, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking Layer Cake. It is a California 2020 Pinot Noir. Uh, richly layered wines from the best regions on Earth. I don't know about all that, shenanigans. That, 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 that's what the label says. And if the label says it, it must be true. That's true. Uh, never lied to me yet. Very solid-bodied uh, Pinot Noir. A little, little heavier in the mouthfeel than most of... Uh, the variety that I prefer, but it's a very good flavor. Uh, definitely recommend it. All right. Nice. Now, Rich Sweeten, you are not drinking tonight. Yes, I'm on the very ass end of being sick, so I decided to go the safe route and uh, try not to exasperate myself too much by drinking some what was hot tea. It's now kind of just cold. Um, tropical green tea. It's really good. It's Wegmans brand. I also bought this... Uh, uh, this is Rui Boss tea that I I, oh, yeah. I I have not had yet that I Rubos. wanted to try. But so uh, Rui Boss is a favorite among my wife. So when my wife was pregnant, uh, she wanted to drink tea, but was going for the caffeine free or mm-hmm. the naturally caffeine free stuff. And the Rui Boss was uh, yeah. was a big hit in our house. I'm I'm glad to hear it because like I bought two because I wanted none caffeinated, but then I started to fall asleep before mm. recording so i was like let me get some caffeine in me mm-hmm. so i took the green yeah. tea instead i need some tea <laughs> yeah uh, give me the chamomile <laughs> <laughs> yes uh i am drinking a bottle of bogle vineyards cabernet sauvignon uh, i am mowing my way through the bogle vineyards uh wine that uh we acquired for my daughter's christening uh back in july uh and uh and look it's good i love red wine Big fan of Cab Sav. I would say that Pinot Noir is still probably my favorite red wine, uh, with Merlot being a close second. Um, Cab Sav is the dark horse, no pun intended. It's very good. Uh, and uh, Bogle Vineyard specifically, uh, pretty consistent winner for me. A uh, couple of red wines that I've had from Bogle have been pretty good. Uh, usually range in the eight to nine dollar uh, price range, and uh, and they're they're a sustainable vineyard. They're they're organic uh, organic vineyard. How can you go wrong, man? You, you spend a little bit of money, get some good wine, and you feel good about yourself. You feel superior around your friends. You'd be like, my wine's organic. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, and then you go, king of the castle, king of the castle. So that's that's my review of Bogle Vineyards Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, it's good. Uh, all right. Who's got a question? Brosequestions at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the air. What do you guys have? Tim Hansen's putting up his finger. Oh, he's first. He's got a question. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting in first before I forget my question again. Because I had two last uh, time. And then when it was my turn, I just, brain just died. And I was like, dark, dark, dark. Uh, so I read an article today or yesterday. It's a, I don't know. I read an article at some point this week. Hmm. Uh, in reference to the Eagles-Packers game uh, that was last week. Go Packers. Go Packers. Uh, the, the, the game I couldn't watch because I couldn't pick which team to root for because those are my two teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're too emotionally torn to watch the game. <laughs> and also, I don't watch any games, so there's that too. I feel Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like this is just an excuse that you use to not watch football <laughs> once again. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Um, okay. So the Who's article... Uh, the, the title of, of the article was something along the lines of Eagles fans. The only reason the NFL is not becoming soccer. <laughs> the, the logic behind it was the argument that on five separate instances during the game, essentially there was different players on the Packers team, which uh, just 
blatantly flopped to try and waste time and slow slow the momentum and just stop things and this that and the right. other thing including a clip right. of somebody like walking off the field no one anywhere near him except his yep. own teammates and then just suddenly like oh no <laughs> yeah no S- sniper got him <laughs> snipers got him yeah yeah, um, yeah i know exactly what player you're talking about <laughs> so uh, and and the whole crux of the argument is like this is some FIFA bullshit. What the fuck is that? Uh, and and the Philly fans were not having it. And people were like, well, Philly fans are just rude. This guy's hurt. This guy's not hurt. He's very clearly not faking hurt. it. And we're calling yeah. him out on his bullshit. So the whole right. article is about Philly fans are saying, and they have a clip of a guy just going asshole, asshole. Yeah. Uh, very, very much Philly. I love it. Can't wait to be back. Um. <laughs> So, after reading this, my question to you guys is, so when do you think the Eagles are going to get knocked out of the of uh, the postseason? <laughs> wow, how dare you. Ouch. How fucking Ouch. dare you. Ouch. <laughs> oh, Extremely my rude. God. As a quick follow-up to that, I, I need to point out in the second half of that game, uh, Jair Alexander, uh, star defensive back for the Packers. So, the, the, the bit that you're talking about is the bit uh, where – defensive players fake an injury because you have to have an injury timeout when somebody goes down on the ground. And uh, this is particularly effective when the Eagles or another team is running like a no huddle offense where you're just like, okay, you know, no huddle, just run the play, get up to the line of scrimmage because then defense can't make any substitutions. Can't take anybody in or out. And so if you're really tired or if your defense is getting the shit kicked out of you, well, you know, maybe Freddie can just pretend that he, you know, stretch his hamstring or or you know he's cramping up or something like that and he rolls on the ground you got stop play and then the defense can rest you can make substitutions and uh you know normally you can't you don't want to question the guy's toughness or you know propensity for injury or anything like that unless you miraculously just fall to the ground and start grabbing your calf and then immediately get back up in like a minute and walk as if nothing ever happened well that's what happens is the dude jair alexander in the second half this is a different guy than the the token white dude who fell down and did this but jair alexander did this in the second half and the fans were booing him and giving him the bird and he gave him the double bird back on the way out of the (laughs) i saw that out of the game and then he was out for one play and he came back the very next play. <laughs> he came back at one play. <laughs> oh my so God. So hurt that he had to be like helped off the field. And then he was back the very next play, not helping his case. Uh, so the Eagles fans are very savvy to this because this happened a lot uh, years ago when Chip Kelly was coach. Uh, but anyway, to answer your question, when the Eagles are going to get knocked out of the playoffs, I think they're making the conference championship. I don't think they're going to make the Super Bowl. I think they're going to wind up losing. <sighs> See, the problem is that the. The NFC, I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. I think all the really good teams are in the AFC. So, actually, there's a very good chance the Eagles make the Super Bowl and then just get the shit kicked out of them by, like, the Chiefs or the Bills or the Titans or something like that. The Titans where they're playing this week. Um, but everybody else in the NFC, I mean, like, Dallas is probably the one team that could beat them, I guess. So, mm-hmm. I'll say the conference championship just to be conservative. They'll make it the one game before the Super Bowl, and then they'll lose. Fair. Which will be an impressive Reasonable. season for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah, it's a good team. So I, I will say now that you've already uh, you've you've come in with your first question, where your Eagles champions hat. Uh, <laughs> I am wearing my Eagles champions hat. Fly Eagles, fly. Very, very From, fitting. Uh, Twenty eighteen, where Nick Foles was. I will say. Um, so when the Eagles won the Super Bowl last in 2018, which, by the way, they beat the Patriots 41-33. They um, did the Philly-Philly play. They did the Philly-Philly play, Philly special, where Nick Foles caught a pass on a similar play to which Tom Brady had dropped a pass earlier in that game. Uh, and Tom Brady sat bereft on the turf after a strip sack fumble. Anyway, so in that game, uh, it was notable because obviously Nick Foles went on this magical run uh, to, uh, to take the Eagles to the Super Bowl you know, as a backup when Carson Wentz went down with injury. I don't think that's going to happen if Jalen Hurts gets hurt. And I'm not wishing, I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts is going to get hurt because I don't think he will. I will say he takes a lot of hits. Mm-hmm. And if he did get hurt, then we have Gardner Minshew. And Gardner Minshew is a great, um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with Gardner Minshew. He's basically a cartoon character. Um, <laughs> huge handlebar mustache. He's, he's basically like Uncle Rico come to life. 
uh, big handlebar mustache dude who comes out and says like, I bet I could throw it over those mountains. And, uh, and, then, he, and then he tries to uh, very different player from Jalen Hurts. And I don't think we'd have as much success if we had him in there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so Eagles championship hat right here. So side sidebar to my sidebar. Uh, my one year old niece uh, knows the Eagles fight song. She oh, can't yeah, put all the words to she does she can't put all the words together, but she will sit there, she'll go fly and she will try and it's and you oh, just prince. all you have to say is fly, Eagles fly, and then she will take off and it's like <gasps> Oh, it's so exciting. So fucking adorable. My uh, um, my my nieces used to be able to do that same thing. I don't know if they can still do it now, but when they were younger, they used to they they had it like ingrained into them the fight song. Yeah. But uh, essentially, I am of uh, of a similar mindset. In my uh, Matt, I do think they're going to get relatively far into the off season or postseason, not yeah. off season. Um, but that's less of a fun question to ask that way. <laughs> Is like, <laughs> are we going to win the Super Bowl, guys? It's like, when are you guys going to be sad? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> hurry up pretty, with that! I live pretty on much. It, yeah. Yeah, uh, job, but job. I, when, when but I would be agree. Calling into WIP, asking to fire the coach. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think conference. Like, I'm being conservative. I do think they're the best team in the NFC. Um, I think that there are teams like they're playing Tennessee this weekend, and I think we might lose Tennessee. And I'm not. That's just norm, not normal. Like that's not me being like normal pessimistic Eagles fan. Like, oh, this is it. You know, the fat lady's gonna sing. It's finally our time. Like, uh, like Tennessee's a very good team, and they match up very well with us. But, um, but uh, all the good teams are in the AFC, and I think if the I, I do, even though I say that we're gonna lose in the conference championship game, I think the most likely is like we go to, and we lose to the Chiefs because the Chiefs are really really good this year. And then we lose to Andy Reid, and then we lose our shit because we lost to Andy Reid in the <laughs> Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, I, I have a little bit of a confession to make. Um, mm. I haven't watched a single lick of football all season, and somehow mm. have clinched playoff position in yeah, our here we go. fantasy here we go. league. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to introduce Vince Guida here on our. Uh, uh, whoa, podcast. whoa. Vince yeah. Guida is one and eleven. Okay, it's true. Don't even. I will commend Ridge. I will commend Ridge because I was like at the trade deadline. So, uh, so I, nobody cares about anybody's fantasy team, but I do need to mention <laughs> that uh, in our fantasy league, I was really getting. I was. I, I remember in a different league I was in. I, I was. I made a trade with a friend of the show, Joe Debus, and uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, you, we started texting about the trade," and he was like, "Yeah, I, I'm. You know, I'm glad to make the trade with you," and I was like. Yeah, you know what? It makes sense for us. And also, I'm just getting pissed off at nobody making trades. <laughs> like both in the Dynasty League and in the other league. Like just make a trade. And then so the trade deadline in our other league with me and Rich and Sean and, and several of the people who are friends of the show. I was like, fuck it. I'm making a trade. Here's a reasonable trade. And as I send a trade to Rich on like the Sunday morning of the trade deadline, Rich just accepted it because he's the man. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I sat on like, it for like- over. Yeah. I, so like you sent it to me and I looked at it and I like looked at the players. I'm like, all right, maybe. Yeah. And I sent it to my friends who are like more proficient mm-hmm. in football. And mm-hmm. both of them were like, no, fuck that trade. That's one sided on his side. I'm like, except let's wow. go. Let's go. One sided on his side. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was really, so I traded for Jamar Chase, who's hurt at the time that I traded him. And, but he's, he would be the best player in the trade if he comes back and he's fully healthy. Yeah. The gamble for me is is Jamar Chase going to come back and be fully healthy? And yeah. if he's not, then, you know, if he, if he turns, they put him right back on the shelf or something like that, then I just traded for for a, a spent asset, and you have Devontae Smith, Eagle, you yeah. know, always always a crowd pleaser, mm-hmm. and David Montgomery's number one running back. So. Yeah, and and I, 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 a, I really... I think it's a risk-reward for both sides. I It actually really helped me, because most of my bench was hurt at the time of that yeah. trade. And, like, mm-hmm. I've been running into this issue with both my leagues, everybody's hurt in, in football right now. And I'm like, hurt. yeah. And like in, in our league, hmm. it's such a deep um, roster that there's, yeah. n- there's no one really to pick up anyway. Yeah. So like trade is really all like, we could have had. And I don't know anything about training, so I'm not going to make offers. Cause I'm going to make offers that are not <laughs> good for I think me. It was very reasonable. Yeah, I, I say this as objectively as possible. I, I think it was a very reasonable. I, I think it I, worked. I, my, my side of the trade had a very high ceiling and also a very low floor. If Chase is hurt, anyway. Yeah. 
Nobody cares about the fantasy teams. Uh, I think the Eagles are making to the uh, conference championship. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say. That's Anybody it. have any thoughts otherwise? I'll, I'll have to take your word for it because I haven't been able to watch. I think I think they're going to the Super Bowl, but not okay. going to win. Okay. Because I, 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 I agree Dallas. that they are the best. Uh, yeah. I but You know. They, they beat them last time. They did. They you know, also they were also playing Cooper Rush last time. Ah, uh, that's true. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. They, 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 Dallas, I think, is the best matchup because even though Dak's kind of played like crap this year, I'm still worried about him. I think he's very good. If uh, if the if the Eagles do make it to the Super Bowl, they have to win because I don't think Philly can handle that. Mm, I think I, I've. I think the winner, the, whoever it is, whoever wins Super Bowl this year is coming out of the AFC. I think it's either going to be the oh, I, Chiefs or the the uh, <coughs> Chiefs or the Bills or the oh god, who am I forgetting? I just said them too. Uh, Titans, not Tennessee. Titan, yeah, t- Titans can beat us. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I just <clears throat> Bengals. I just don't. Think, oh, the Ravens. I, I think the Ravens are really good. I just don't. The think, Ravens have gotten really unlucky. Sorry. Uh, I just don't think uh, Philly can survive two back-to-back championship losses. So, Well, you're talking about three because you forgot about the Philadelphia Union who lost a major championship the same day as the... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look, I don't want to disparage the soccer people out there. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of people, that the, the Philly Union people, because uh, the Philly Union lost the MLS championship the same day the Phillies lost Game 6 of the World Series. And there were a lot of Philly Union people who tried to glom onto the Phillies' grief. Um, they're like, well, the Philly lost two major championships in the same day. It's not the same. Yeah, no, no. The MLS no, is not a major championship. You know how I know that the MLS is not a major championship? Because the best players in the world don't play in the MLS. They play in the Premier League. They play in Europe. They play in overseas. It's not the best league in the world. The Major League Baseball is the best baseball league on the planet, and that's why it's a major championship. Is, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad that everybody had fun with the union. It's not the same thing as losing the World Series. Isn't, isn't there this thing called the World Cup going on right now? That well, is, if, if your team was Man U and Man U had lost – the Premier League, Premier League final. I, I I know I'm being the ugly American because I know <laughs> Premier League's different. They don't have like a tournament at the end. They do it like just in standing. But like if you would just if you had lost the last match of the season and you weren't going to win the Premier League title or something like that, then sure. If you were rooting for Man U and the Phillies for some reason, <laughs> then then yes, I would understand it. The Philly Union is not the same thing. You wouldn't go to be. You wouldn't be like. Somebody walking away from like Lincoln Financial Field, like at the end, of, you know, not Lincoln, but somebody walking away from the Super Bowl. The Eagles had just lost. Like the Eagles just lose to the Chiefs or something like that in a heartbreaker, and you just put your hand on your shoulder, and be like, "I know how you feel, man." The Wings lost the NLL championship in lacrosse <laughs> last week, and you know, I know exactly. No, you of course you wouldn't. Stop it. Stop it. Anywho. Uh, I agree with you, Rich. The whole city would go down in flames. Absolutely. Any other thoughts uh, <laughs> on the Eagles? Go Birds, though. I mean, go, birds. Go, birds. go Birds. Go Birds. Go Birds. I mean, I, I think the Titans are going to give them a match, but uh, because I'm a colorblind Eagles fan, they're going to win every other game the rest of the year. Nothing made me happier. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Rich and Zeke didn't watch the games this year. Did you, any of you guys see the um, Eagles-Steelers game earlier this year? No. I don't think so. Eagles kicked the shit out of the Steelers in Philly. Um and uh, so AJ Brown, new Star Eagles receiver, caught three touchdowns that day, and all three of them he caught in double coverage, basically. <laughs> and the third, the third time when he caught touchdown pass, the two Steelers guys fell down in coverage in the end zone. <laughs> and there's a, there's a phenomenal picture. He got penalized for this. He he goes and like points at both of them, like one, two, and he's like, "That's not enough. That's not enough. You need more guys to defend me." And he got he got flagged for unsportsmanlike. <laughs> It was the funniest thing in the world. He's, it's just if you look up AJ Brown points, it's just him pointing at two Steelers fans falling down. It's two Steelers defenders who fell down trying to defend him. It's so good. It's so good. I love AJ Brown. Um. Anyway, who's got the next question? I could go next. All right, Rich, what do you got? So it's uh, it's a Christmas episode. I figured we'd get ho, a little f- ho ho. 
I figured we'd get a little festive. Uh, what cookies do you guys want this year? Huh. Oh. Pizzelles. Oh, Pizzelles. Gotcha. That was, oh, dang, yeah, that was my go- that was my answer. I, I, I will. I will. I I did them once before. It's they're they're a pain in the butt because the Pizzelle maker only mm-hmm. does two at a time. But I will make you guys Pizzelles. Absolutely. I uh, I saw this recipe. It's like an orange cookie made of almond flour. It's like an Italian mm. holiday cookie that like looked really good. So I think I might try to make that. Like I want to expand my cookie. Uh, like instead of making three types of cookies for everyone, I want to make like a bunch of cookies and just put them in boxes and see how mm. how good it is. So like I need I want ideas of what cookies you guys might want. Are you are you gonna coat those orange almond cookies in powdered sugar? Yes. Yeah, I want those. Give me those. Well, we'll get. I'll get those. I'll get those. Okay. I, the recipe looked really good, but it was just like, oh, this is almond flour. That's expensive, but we'll do it because it looked really good. Uh, but like, what what do you guys want for cookies? You could even, if your your wives are, are are awake, if you want to text them and say Richie wants to know what cookies we want, and we you can text them and ask them what cookies I should make, and we can talk about it here. I'm gonna go wake up the baby and see what she wants. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bap, bap, bap. Bap, bap, bap. Bap, 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 bap. Yeah, we were talking before the show about how the, my, my daughter has figured out bat 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 in a very angry voice. It's <laughs> her, her, her way of giving me sass when, when um, I put her in her crib and she doesn't want to be a bat 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 bat. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, I'm, I'm a cookie classicist for the most part I, mm-hmm. and look there's no there are very few bad cookies i think i think shortbread cookies might be my sleeper favorite all-around cookie or excuse me that's my favorite all-around cookies a shortbread cookie mm. my sleeper favorite oatmeal raisin oatmeal raisin okay i so was good uh, you, okay so it happened again <laughs> Because <laughs> oh, oatmeal, oatmeal's are my favorite cookie after pizzas. You dicks. Pizzas are also. Sean, really stop good. copying us. Yeah. So yeah. just a bite. So, I'll take so, original thoughts for four hundred, Alex. Jesus Christ. Would you guys hate me if I made both oatmeal raisin and oatmeal chocolate chip and just threw them in the same basket? I mean, I'm just no, not going to eat some fucking cookies, man. They're delicious. <laughs> yeah. My. My brother tells or or says the reason he has trust issues is because of oatmeal raisin cookies because he doesn't like raisins, but he likes oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. Um, it's, uh, I don't like oatmeal. I, I, I definitely I, I would never say no to an oatmeal chocolate chip, but oatmeal raisin is the way to go. Okay, I've never made oatmeal raisin. That's always been something I wanted to try. So I'll have to look into that because right now I'm thinking the norm would be like some chocolate chips, some snickerdoodle. We'll do those orange almond cookies, pizzelles, and now oatmeal raisins. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know if that's enough. I don't know if we need more. But I just, I, I love know. cookies. I love making cookies. I, I'm, tr- I think I'm gonna try to do cookie day, um, in two weeks, so that this way they're nice and warm and ready for when Tim and Martha are home. Mm. Oh, it tastes <laughs> like home. Like home. I will use this opportunity to tell the story about the Beacon Hill cookies, which are genuinely mm-hmm. my favorite cookie, mm-hmm. period. Uh, I'm glad this segued into that. <laughs> with a huge asterisk, because the way that I make Beacon Hill cookies, the way my family makes Beacon Hill cookies, are, from my understanding, not actually Beacon Hill cookies. So in you know, back in the 80s, my 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 mother and father were uh, were married and together. I, I believe it was my after they were married. Uh, my my mother was trying to make Christmas cookies and uh, my father had mentioned several times that his mother, back when he was a kid, used to make Beacon Hill cookies. And they're like, oh, my God, they're the best cookies, these chocolate cookies. And, you know, I, 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 he didn't know what was in them, but he just knew they were great. And so my mother, you know, back in, you know, the early mid 80s, whatever it was, and it was trying to find out you know, what the recipe was for Beacon Hill cookies. And so she sure just cobbled something together based on like stuff she found in recipe books. I think she went to the library, might have saw some special TV, something like that. And she put something together. And made them for my dad. And she's like, well, so how are they? And she's like, he was like, okay, so this isn't what my mom made, but these are incredible. <laughs> like, these are really good. And they're just pure chocolate cookies. Like you make them with like baking chocolate and uh, you put walnuts in them. If you're walnut inclined, I've made them with pecans as well. Chocolate chips to go in with the chocolate. I can't remember if it's now I can't remember if it's baking chocolate or if it's uh, cocoa powder. I think it might be cocoa powder. 
um but they're they're really good they're like these dark and, and they're they're small they're dense and they're rich um and uh they're, they're just really really good you don't want to make them big and flat like a normal like sugar cookie or you know your standard chocolate chip cookie they're almost like little like pellets like they're 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 quite good beacon hill cookies and so even now uh to this day in in the year of our lord 2022 i don't know what a genuine beacon hill <laughs> cookie is but i know what that is and i nice. will make it this year nice so i guess maybe beacon i should write hill, down beacon hill. It's, it, it isn't the holiday season if we don't have a beacon hill story gotta bring, yeah. up beacon hill. <laughs> gotta bring up the beacon hills man every, every year single year i love it it's such a good mm. i mean i want to try those cookies they're uh, really good. Much like the question about what missing from Thanksgiving ruins your Thanksgiving, it's not Christmas without a Beacon Hill story. <laughs> it's not Christmas without the Beacon Hills, man. <laughs> mm. I want ginger snaps. Ooh. Mm. Okay. I'm sure Charlie is listening. <laughs> <laughs> I can, uh, you know. Charlie's got red hair. I'll do my best. I'll see if I can find like. So, do you want like, like the the, the heart, like the orange box, yeah, ginger man. snap heart? Okay, do I'll see if I can find like some tea with your boy. I'll, I'll see. I'll, you know, I've been wanting those, so I'll, I, I'll see if I can try to make those. Those shouldn't be too too hard. It's just really the ginger that would might be a pain to work with. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. I got ginger snaps, pizzelles, um, oatmeal raisin. Um, and maybe I can look up and try to figure out Beacon Hills, but you make those generally, so maybe I'll just let you do that yourself. Dude, dude, do whatever you, because again, I'd have to dig up the, I think my brother sent me the recipe that he got from my mom a while, Mm -hmm. a while ago, but, um, but no, those are, that's fine. I'll I'll make those for you guys. That'll be, that'll be my contribution to the cookie, the Mm. cookie pool. Mm. Any other cookies, guys? Tim, think so. I started making these peanut butter cookies that I found a recipe for uh, during the pandemic. It's like a five ingredient cookie. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They, they were they were pretty good, uh, but it was it was just one of those things that like that was like in the real thick of the pandemic when like all I could do was cook. So my wife got <laughs> me like a like a premium Food Network uh, subscription for a year as a birthday gift. And so I was like, oh, five ingredient peanut butter cookies this is great. I can make these every week. <laughs> <laughs> Those okay. are always, and it will live forever. <laughs> Those are always like the fun recipes. There's like, oh, just take peanut butter, add powdered sugar and an egg, and boom, you've got a cookie. It's like, oh, great, go. flourless awesome. peanut butter uh, cookies. Here we go. Uh, one cup of natural peanut butter, one cup of sugar, teaspoon of vanilla extract, an egg, and sea salt for sprinkling. Mm-hmm. Done. And a Perfect. fork to make the little like fork pattern. The little oh, process, yeah. Yeah, clutch. But awesome, clutch. If your wives, if you did ask them what kind of cookies they might want, if they come up with it, please feel free to let me know so I can think about it and see. All right. Who's next? Tim went. Rich went. It's me and Sean. Sean, you got something? You me? Oh, I do have something. All right, here we go. Um. <clears throat> so, are there any celebrities slash people of influence? that you should like like either all of your friends do or they're in your orbit like they're an actor and that's everything that you like who you don't like for whatever reason even just vibes and i wonder this because mine is david hogg oh the the parkland parkland yeah the parkland guy I don't know what it is about him, but I get the same vibes that I do from Ben Shapiro. I feel like he's just, I feel like he gives me grifter vibes. Like he's, he's on the right Mm. side of things, but he gives me grifter vibes. And I don't, I've looked into him and it doesn't, he doesn't seem to be that way, but I just get those vibes from his, I just get the ick from him. I don't know what it is. Mm. What was his name? Yeah. David Hogg. David Hogg with two G's. so he was he was a student at Parkland High when the the shooting happened a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, and he's become very vocal, outspoken Activist. gun control advocate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, see, so now because my answer was going to be Muse. 
Like, I, like every by all accounts, I should love Muse. Like everything adds up to me liking Muse, and it's like I can't, I can't get there. Uh, like sociopolitically, I'd have to think about it a little bit, but like from a from an artistic or or yeah. public figure or creator standpoint, it's Muse. Um, I think it's Muse, and and I I finally did put my finger on it a couple years ago because years ago they played Firefly. They were a headliner at the Firefly Music Festival in Delaware, and. I finally figured it out because I'm like, okay, they're this like, you know, prog tinged modern rock band. They've got these like loftier tendencies. There's arena rock kind of thing. The guitar work is good. Like they're this big bombastic sound. And I figured it out. I was like, I don't like the dude's voice. Wow. Dude's voice is very wispy and, and just sort of wafy and annoying like it just sort of just wisps around there's no body like it doesn't fit with the rest of the music like it's just it's just it doesn't do it for me like i figured out like everything about this adds up for me except for that so like they're just like everything about them lines up with all the other kinds of bands and music tastes that i have but i just i don't care for muse it's not not in my not, not, not for me. That's a good. It's a hot take, Matt. That's a hot take. I don't like it. That's fine. I, I a good guitar player. Can... They got, they've got riffs. Dude can play the hell out of his guitar, but uh, and that's fine. Just get a new singer. I mean, I can get that. Like, like, yeah. It's, it's music is very subjective. So it, they should be in your wheelhouse, but they're not. I get it. Hmm. It's not. I've tried. God help me. I've tried. <laughs> I went yeah. back and listened. I've li- listen, I've super listened to Supermassive Black Hole like five hundred times. I'm like, all right, this is fine. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. So, hmm. yeah, I have I have two that I can think of, but it's not as much like I don't like them. It's just certain things that they make. Just I don't like the thing that like that they make. So for instance, one of them is, uh, there's this creator on YouTube. She's a D and D creator. Her name is Ginny D. She does a lot of like critical role cosplays, a lot of D and D related, uh, videos. And I've watched some of her videos and I've enjoyed some of her videos, but then there's a certain sect of her videos, her, like a lot of her, like DM guides and D and D help videos that just like the way she presents it. I sit there. I'm like, no, I don't like this. I don't like the way you're presenting this. I don't like the way you're giving this information. And like, it seems like very uh, like mightier than thou type of like, I know and you don't. And so like some of her content I, I like, but like a lot of it that you would think it's a self-help type thing that like, I would find help with wanting to be a DM. Like, I just don't like how she presents it. And I hate them. I hate the videos. Um, and then there's uh, another YouTube channel known as Gameranks, where like they'll do like occasional reviews and, and things like that, but they do a lot of like kind of listical um, uh, videos. And they have this one writer on the channel known as Falcon, who writes a lot of the worst aspect of video game here, or the worst thing of this type of video game, and. His lists are always wah wah I'm mad lists. And I'm like, yeah, I can't find any of this interesting because you your list is just a complaint all of the time. And I've never read a list where he's like trying to genuinely or I've never listened to a video where he's trying to genuinely say, like, oh yeah, this is kind of a bad mechanic that didn't sound like straight up i hate it and everyone needs to hate it too get and, on it game designers yeah <laughs> it's just like those two like i like a lot of the rest of what game ranks does because they have a bunch of different writers but anytime falcon comes up i'm like i'm not gonna like this video so i'm just gonna skip it yeah he's ruining Jim your Hansen. Fun. Hard disagree. I love Falcon, <laughs> and I and I, I think you've got a couple of bad videos because I don't think all of his videos are really that bad. It's it's only <laughs> his videos of 
No, Here's I've seen all of his listicles. Face. Like he, ha- the ones that are very negative, like that's in the title. So if you're not ready for that, then you're watching the wrong fucking video. But I don't know. But there's... that's what you've seen, so that's fine. I'm, that it is what yeah. it is. Um, I've been sitting here trying to figure out who I should like and I don't like, and the closest thing I could come up with is Beyonce. I think she's <laughs> overrated. <laughs> I, I can't stand most of her music. Okay. And she has like one or two songs that like, I don't like the sound of it, but if you like reading some of it, it's like, okay, there's a story here. There's depth here. I can appreciate that there's depth. And then there's a bunch of songs. that's just like, this is just not a good song. Mm. Queen B. It's like, meh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she said that in any of her songs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, like uh, her, I, I was yeah, making fun yeah, yeah, of her fans at that point. This is like, I don't think she deserves the hype that she gets. I think she's overrated. But I also think the Beatles are overrated, and people think that's a hot take. So it is what it is. It is a bit of a hot take. That's fine. They, they, they charted the course for modern pop music, but I mean, that's fine. I, I, <laughs> I knew someone who thought the Beatles were overrated until he got married. Mm. Um, oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, was it Vince? No, it was somebody else. I, I, I do, here's here's what I will say about the, the Beatles specifically, and I will get back to your Beyonce point. But uh, but I, I I had a buddy of mine in college who uh was like his hot take was that he hated Led Zeppelin, and his take was not like that he thought Led Zeppelin was a bad band. It was like, look, I completely one hundred percent acknowledge the contributions that they made to like hard rock and rock and roll music and all that stuff, and I appreciate what they did. I just like listening to the bands that they influenced more. And I was like, I respect that. Like, it's not everybody's going to go and be like, you know what my favorite band is? A band from 40 years ago. Like, yeah. It's, 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 it's irresponsible to think that like an average 16 year old is going to wake up and be like, yo, my favorite band's Pink Floyd. It's going to be my favorite band is what I'm listening to on the radio or what my friends are listening to. Mm-hmm. So that that part I get. Like, it, it, there's a there's a difference between acknowledging somebody's influence on a like my, my brother and I listened uh, like a year ago to the freaking Captain Beefheart album. And, like, <laughs> I understand how everybody finds this influential, but I just just not for me. It's not my favorite music. I'm sorry. Um, it's what you honest, get for making honest, me listen to Corn. You made me listen to Corn, man. Yeah, that was his retribution. I made him listen to Corn's self-titled album, and he made me listen to freaking Troutmass Replica. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Meaty, meat, meat, meat dreams. Um, So, but the Beyonce thing, I can't. To be honest, like I can't even. I come up with a a valid counter argument because, aside from like stray songs here and there, like I'm not the kind of person who's like, oh, the new Beyonce album's out. I need to listen to it front to back. No. I think she's an I think she's an incredible singer just from like a technical standpoint. Um, I think from a musical standpoint, like it's pop music and it's it's very influenced by, you know, I, I, my understanding is the last album she did was very influenced by like house music, which is right up my alley. Mm-hmm. But it might not be everybody, up everybody else, uh, everybody's alley. So uh, she's I, I it doesn't seem like she's doing like singles music anymore it's just like i'm beyonce i can put out a whole album of like you know catchy songs but not necessarily like ripping hit singles Mm -hmm. and but i can do that because i'm beyonce now and that's what i do Mm -hmm. so it's a very stupid and broad way to put it but that's kind of the my my vibe that i get from beyonce nowadays that makes sense and i i I guess i will expand that this view and this take on beyonce is not just based on the last like album or two like this has been my take for quite some time that i don't really care Uh, about beyonce all right all right right. i I, I, there there are definitely singles from like the last i will say like there there are singles from like 10 uh, 8 to 10 years ago for beyonce that i still really like like i still like the stuff from her self-titled album um everything after that i'm like okay this is good music but like i wouldn't listen to it every day lemonade is very good it's a very good album it's solid uh again i again i I can't say i can't say i'm like intimately familiar with most of it but i know the couple of songs that were really big from that Mm -hmm. one um but yeah but yeah but i i don't i i think she's just kind of out of my radar Right. I think like she's like she blew up and I like always knew who she was, but like mm-hmm. I never really knew anybody who was super into her. No. And like 
And so I, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, she's just, she's just kind of like, she's Beyonce. I don't know. It was like good yeah. for her. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she's achieved like a, uh, like a, another plane of existence. Yeah. She kind of just do whatever she wants. Uh, any other yeah. bands, artists, uh, creators, media personalities, public figures that you feel like you should love, but you don't? Since Sean mentioned uh, David Hogg, I'll just say Rand Paul. Oh, yeah. By all accounts, I should like Rand Paul, but like he's turned into a real shit heel in <laughs> 10 years. And it's like, dude, you were so close. Come you were on, almost man. there. You were almost principled for like a year and a half. And then that one time you filibustered in favor of uh, civil liberties and protection from the NSA. That was really cool. And then you blew it, dude. You blew it. (laughs) You blew it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, All right. So I'm up. And I, I, in the spirit of the holidays, we'll close out with something a little fun here. This will come out a couple of days before Christmas. Uh, We are all uh, gentlemen in our early 30s at this point. But for this question, I'm going to ask that you transport yourself uh, to the age of 10, which I think is like prime Christmas age. Age 10 is like... The age when, like, you're you're a little bit, yeah. The mystique of Christmas is still there, but you sort of have a formed idea of, like, all right, if I was gonna get like a gift of some sort, I know what I want. Like, you know, I know the mystique of Christmas is there, the magic of spending time with the family and everything like that. But also, like, you're a little bit old, and like, you you not you can't your your parents just can't give you any old thing, and you'll be like, oh my god, I'm so happy. So it's 2022, December 25th, 2022. You've been magically transported to the age of 10. But it's 2022 and you're going downstairs and you open up your, your, your big gift. The one the one gift that your parents got you. It's like, okay, we got you one really nice thing this year and this is it right here. What would you get this year that would make 10-year-old you today really happy? So you can take this a number of different directions, like uh, whatever the hot toy is now. Or like you're 10 years old now, but you've still got your brain of like a 33, 34-year-old. And you're like, you know what would make me really happy is like a lot or something like that. <laughs> you take it a couple of different directions. Uh, yeah, because I was wondering, do I, do I have the wonder of a 10-year-old, but the responsibilities of a 34-year-old? That's actually, that's a good, I don't know. I, I mean, so this is the one I didn't really think through that much. Because uh, here's, so, here's the thing. I'll, I'll answer it both ways. Right. If it were a, if I were 10 years old, it would be a, PlayStation 5. No, it'd be a Switch. I'd be more stoked about the Switch. Switch. It'd be a Switch. Mm -hmm. Because it's portable. It has all the fun Mario games and stuff. You can kind of get into it and you're younger. And it's Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Now I have to think about what I would want now. What would make me... What, like, I would... Experience you came true down joy. With the wonder of a ten-year-old, but like the responsibilities. Yeah, and like, like, like and I opened the, it. With the, pure the, mortgage, joy. the mortgage still comes due every month. Yeah, I think it might be so, the interesting one because the, the other problem with this is that like it, this now requires me. As I'm thinking about this, this requires me to know what like the hip toys are now, which I have not a modicum so, of knowledge about. Are you, I have a, cool I have a cheat answer for you, Matt. Are you just and asking us what we want for Christmas? It's Pokemon Scarlet. <laughs> Or Violet. That's the answer. Pokemon Scarlet or Violet. If I was a 10-year-old, that's what I would want. I already have a Switch. That's what I would want. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Because that's where my head is at right now. Like, I'm assuming I still own everything I currently own. Sure. So then what I would want is actually the one thing that's kind of on the top of my Christmas list currently is a two-in-one uh, tablet laptop. That's oh yeah, I, I used to have one of those. My my iPad that I got in 2012 uh, is dead. It does not. I or it, it still works. It still runs, but the only thing I used it for was Netflix, and Netflix no longer works on it. Really? So I now do not have a tablet or whatever. So that's what I want. I, I've been wanting a laptop, so a two-in-one type thing. That's that's what I would want for Christmas uh, as a ten year old. That's what I want for Christmas now too. I made the mistake years ago. I I, I got one of those. Um, I did like tons of research and I got one of those two in one things. It was one of those ones with like it was a laptop, but like it, cl- it had the you could click off of the keyboard and it would be like a tablet handheld. 
but I thought I was smart. And I was like, well, the problem with these tablets is that they have such a small hard drive and I want to have like a genuine computer hard drive. So I got one with like a normal, like half a terabyte hard drive. And what wound up happening was that the monitor which you hold in tablet form was really heavy because it had a hard drive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now I hold it and be like, Oh God, this sucks. Why did I do this? <laughs> but I already spent like a couple, like $400 on it. So I'm like, ah, fine. I'll just keep it. And I used it for years and years and years. So, um, but yeah, those two in ones are pretty cool. Uh, if you're, if you get and nowadays, they're, they're much more sophisticated and sleek and all that. Yeah, like, I I don't know what kind I want or anything like that. Like, maybe something that might be able to edit videos and whatnot. Besides that, like, that's just, in general, that's what I want that might make things, that, that might help me do the, a lot of the things that I want to do is having one of those. Plus, I then don't have to use my phone to play Netflix to fall asleep on now. I think if I was 10 today, I'd want a new guitar. That's like the big, that was always a big if. And like, it doesn't have to be like a big fancy one or anything like that. Like I, I, I love playing guitar. I love having, you know, the couple of guitars that we have hanging downstairs in our living room. Uh, and I've got like the really nice one, the Explorer, but like, I, I also like, eh, just nice, nice to have a different one. Maybe have a Les Paul or something like that. So mm-hmm. I think that would be the one that I, I, Les Paul is like the one like classic guitar that I don't have. That would be kind of cool to have and play. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think if I was if I was ten, that's what I would want because you get that combination of like the wonder of like, oh my god, I have a guitar, mm-hmm. and it's a Les Paul. I mean, I'd be like a really nice Les Paul, like you'd be like the entry level Les Paul. It doesn't matter, like as little money as you can spend on a Les Paul, like it's mm-hmm. fine. It's just having a Les Paul. Um, as far as what I want today. Seven consecutive hours of sleep. I, <laughs> uh, I mean, I didn't get that before the baby was even here. So uh, I don't know. Tim, what do you what do you think? What would you want for? Uh, so I was looking at this really expensive site that makes like custom Pokemon like dress shirts and stuff, but I don't actually like the fabric designs in the combination, so that's no longer the thing. So it's gonna be a motorcycle. <laughs> that, that's the answer. It's a motorcycle, guys. Back on the bike. But I've been out of the game, so I'm like, I don't even know what kind. Like, Harley is cool, and it's a name brand, but also, like, you drive it off the lot, they lose their value so fast. Yeah. So, like, what what do I want? I don't know. I don't have an answer. Certified (laughs) pre-owned? Maybe. (laughs) My last used bike was great. 1,000-mile warranty. Uh, honestly, it would probably be, what did I figure out? It was like a specific victory motorcycle that I had, dis- I had decided was going to be good. Cause I, I, I went through like a whole ton of articles. I was like, motorcycles good for short legs. It's like a short <laughs> fucking legs. And that is a key component of any motorcycles. Where's the shifter, bra- like the, the pegs for shifting and braking and whatnot. Because like, if you can't reach them, you kind of can't ride the fucking motorcycle. Right. <laughs> and I got real short fucking legs. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a specific model of like victory motorcycle, or maybe it was an Indian. I don't know. It's a motorcycle. That's the answer. That's a good answer mm-hmm. yeah. for you specifically. I would not like a motorcycle yeah. personally. But that's good no, for no, you. No, no. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> for me today, I, I think it's a day. I think it's a night. It's eleven fourteen for me today. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the day, that's I'm having. I also, I don't. I'm having trouble putting myself in the wonder of a of a child. But it would it would be a. Uh, I want a, a. PC like a tower. Yeah. Like full, not my laptop, full, not whole nine yards type situation. Like that I can play my yeah. games on and stuff. So that I don't have to worry mm-hmm. about like cycling out. Cause I don't have enough memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, that is the trick of it. Like, like a tower would be pretty pretty cool for me too. Like I've got one here, but it's an old one. Uh, it's just you know, um, I think what I would want. You know what I want? I think what we we might actually get is a jogging stroller. 
so I just something that can didn't take the kid. Yeah, you know, take the kid a while. She's getting a little bit bigger now, and uh, she's at the point now where she can fit in jogging strollers. Eh, take her out to the take her out to the the creek around the corner, and uh, just go for a couple of laps, and you know, just, just take the kid out for for a little bit more of a brisk run. And then she can you know laugh at dad's funny faces while he's like huffing and puffing for air <laughs> and she'd be like hey, hey, I, dope's out of shape and uh yeah that, that'd be fun so i think that that would be the one thing that i think would get me going is like oh, jogging it just and, uh, it, the, the way you worded this question though of like get into the 10 year old mindset and being like 10 year old matt happy to run a baby around the place 10 <laughs> year old matt would also be happy with a les paul guitar <laughs> <laughs> so a Les Paul guitar or a stroller. A yeah. stroller. Well, yeah. And maybe I get tired. Maybe I, I hop in the stroller myself and then my wife pushes me around or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my little 10 year old legs. Yeah, well, yeah my little baby 10 year old legs. Like, <laughs> yeah. Reaching up uh, to grab the stroller as you're running. <laughs> yeah. uh, any other thoughts? <laughs> No, it's yeah. Not, it's not a little commercial Christmas uh, mm-hmm. consumerism note here. Chris, Christmas has been like a hard thing for me to figure out what I want. My mom asked me to update like my Amazon wish list, and I was just like, I don't know what I want, Mom. Mm-hmm. I have stuff on my wish list that's been sitting there since I made it. Bye bye. Don't ask for people for his clothes. Anybody asked me, like, nobody asked me anymore because now, now that I. Uh, you know, Sean experiences, but now I have the kid. Everybody's just like, "What does Jordan want for Christmas?" <laughs> like, All right, well, yeah, well, I'll tell you. What, what about me, wants. man? Uh, little Kaz wants this, and ultimately, like, look, you get to a certain age where you're like, "I'm a full fledged adult." Yeah, and you know, like, if I, if I really desperately want or need something, yeah, you just buck up in the paycheck That's... and pay for it yourself. Exactly. But, that it's so people... hard to get to get stoked about stuff because I'm just like, I could just buy this myself. You're just making me wait. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for this other thing. So I'm like, oh, look, I don't pick out, like, I sometimes buy clothes myself, but like, look, I could use a new dress shirt for work. I could use some new slacks. I could use a new pair of jeans. Uh, sure. Jeans. Yeah. Actually, ties. I will say the things that I get the most stoked on are the like little, like the smaller, but more personalized things like that i wouldn't have even thought of like you know jake will get me like best dad ever mug and i'm like this is the Uh, best thing i've ever had you know what i mean it's just like okay you know you've 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 murdered me and i'm dead now and (laughs) deceased yeah or like alice will just like put her freaking hand in some paint and on a piece of paper and and then someone else will write to dad from alice and i'm like he made this Uh, for me uh, (laughs) i love it I yeah, like that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. I, or Mary got um like line drawings of me and the kids made. I thought that was so cool. And it's on our walls mm. now. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh Sean, you and Mary got me that uh needle point the Godzilla needle point one year oh, yeah. Christmas. Matt, you and Jenna got me the um the glass, that retro glass that Yeah my s- sister broke and has not replaced it yet but That's i loved that, that like thing two years ago so yeah she's, she hasn't had a lot of time to replace it, <laughs> it might yeah. be half on me that i never sent her the information but she's never yeah asked for it, so. nah, that's fine that 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 request has kind of moved out a little bit <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem it hasn't it hasn't mm. anyhow uh no i completely agree with you like i, I my, my wife got uh, my excuse me Jordan, quote unquote, got me a uh, a mug uh, with picture of me, my wife, uh, and two cats on it uh, as a gift for Father's Day this year, uh, and it included the baby in there. But, but fun note was that uh, when you asked for the customization on the mug, the baby, because she was still being held at that point, counted as an accessory. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, and the reason the reason that's important is because. You had a choice of one accessory. You could either have a. My wife was going to put a ball cap on me because I'm, you know, normally wearing a ball cap, or you could have the baby. Two choices: <laughs> ball cap or baby. Both of them are accessories, and she decided on the the, the baby. So. No. Anywho, uh, but yeah, this this personal things are really nice. Food is also a good one. 
I've yes. heard, uh, food is a really good one. Like peanut butter. I love food. Big, big peanut butter sucker. So like, it, like my wife will give me like artisanal peanut butter or like little uh, snacking peanut butter and everything. I, lo- I love, uh, yeah, I love getting, getting food as like gifts and mm-hmm. just being able to munch down on it and, and whatnot. Yeah. I love it. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, you know, it's more stuff that I have. But like, you know what? Snacks are great. Snacks yeah. are a great mm-hmm. gift for Christmas. Like, yeah. You're always going to enjoy this. Anywho, any other thoughts? Because that's it. No, we I did think it. we're good. We did it. Three episodes, bros. Any with a closing thought or a take or anything like that? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all of the solstice. Yes. Merry, happy Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, the things, all the things. All the solstices. And, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, and Sean, happy birthday. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Happy birthday, buddy. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. You did it. Another freaking year mm-hmm. on this freaking planet. Frig. 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 Frig, indeed. Frig, frig, friggity frig. The podcast is Brose. B R O S A. Brose podcast. And if you want to see when we're putting out episodes, you want to get our ramblings or anything like that, you can follow us on Twitter at brose underscore podcast. We're also on Facebook at brose podcast and Instagram at brose underscore podcast. You can listen to our show anywhere refined podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question that you want us to answer on the air, email it to brose questions at gmail.com. That's brose questions at gmail.com. Special thanks as always to Mary O'Brien for compiling our listener questions. To Tess Riley for editing our show. To Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is the song When by Stephen Siebert. You can listen to Stephen's work at the Free Music Archive. All right. We conclude our show, as we do every episode, with some plugs, self-promotion, and shameless stuff like that. Rich, what's going on with you? Where can people find you on Twitter and uh, what's going on with you? You can find me on Twitter at B underscore Walnuts, and you can check me out on twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for video game streaming uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday, as well as uh, uh, PodQuest, the weekly nerdy talk show, and bonus action, the tabletop podcast where me and Sean and friends play D&D. Sean, where can people find you on Twitter, and where can people find you throwing frisbees? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at HeyAtisOB, and you can find me launching some frisbees at OBDiscGolf. Tim, where can people find you on Twitter, and uh, you got anything to plug? Uh, you can find me at Tim R. Hansen, and I'm plugging myself for a job. If anybody's hiring, feel <laughs> Find me on Twitter at Tim R. Hansen or email me at timrhanson at gmail.com. Tim R. Hansen. I need a job. I need a job. <laughs> Preferably in Southeast Pennsylvania. We're out of the money. We're out of the money. Uh, uh, I can be found on twitter my name is matt casnell you can follow me on twitter at mcasnell that's m-k-a-s-z-n-e-l my plug for this episode is sean o'brien first of all again happy birthday second of all uh, a couple episodes ago you edited uh uploaded and commented on an episode that we did uh for episode 72.2 where you pointed out that we had a question regarding political opinions uh that you said you had some thoughts on uh, and you probably wisely have decided to hold back on sharing those opinions on our political opinions uh, during this set of episodes. Uh, we don't necessarily have to get into it, but I just wanted to plug you for that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for plugging me. Yeah, it's it's no it's late. I don't <laughs> wait. It's wait, wait, what did wait? What did I what did I say? Was this the uh, here's so this is for episode seventy two dot two. Uh, and I'll have to pull it up on my phone because my, my, my iTunes has a nasty habit. Uh, I'm an old, I'm, I'm old, I'm old school and old. I still have an actual iTunes, uh, pr- application on my, on my, my laptop and for or my desktop. And for whatever reason, it cuts off the descriptions. Here we go. Um, uh, this week with Sean still at a wedding, Matt, Rich and Tim talk, uh, pulpy preferences, Thanksgiving necessities, and the bro's most liberal slash conservative political opinion. Parentheses. Keep an eye out for Sean's response. In oh, thirty seventy three. Parentheses. Buckle up. Buckle. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many fucking opinions. <laughs>
<laughs> we can get into that next time. We can. We can. All Thank right. you for reminding me. I forgot. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Buckle the fuck up. I, Buckle I thought, up as the kicker. I thought that was in relation to the fact that we were supposed to bring this up to sh- bring this question up to Sean before he heard the episode. Yeah. And have insane ideas mm-hmm. and not what we actually responded to. That would have been a good joke, and then we uh, postponed, so th- th- yeah. that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. We kicked, yeah, we took that can, we kicked it right down the road. Right on All right, everybody, say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. Deuces. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Moves. My name is Matt Gaznell, reminding you all. Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you next week. New Year, New Year special for a podcast. You know oh I mean? shit. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It felt like the right thing to say. I don't know why. Ha <laughs> ha.